usually we drink when we do this because yeah, we do it in the afternoon. So normal. Sorry, you guys. Wow, we really got the short end of the stick. So I know. Sorry. I'm I know. trying not to drink as much. I'm Me too. To it's like my thing right now because I'm on 95 medications. <laughs> right, you're gonna get real weird if you start drinking the way you used to. <laughs> I drank last night. Okay. <laughs> so did I. I had four glasses of wine on the plane. That's right. I made oh it my god. I was delayed four hours. So on it the took, plane. Yikes. No, they got us off. So I was delayed four hours initially in North Carolina, and then. Missed my connection in Atlanta and then got here eventually. So it was like a, I got there at two and I didn't get here till midnight. So four glasses over that time wasn't like. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of food involved too. All right. Shocker. Okay. Bang this out. Yeah. Go. Okay. After some much needed summer travels, injuries, and the normal craziness of life, we are finally back and joined by some very special guests, the co-founders of newly opened Glow Bar, CEO Rachel Liverman and COO Neha Govindraj. So when I'm not traveling, I constantly work in the lounge in our building. It's like a little work setup. And at one point, I noticed these two beautiful women that seem like the biggest badasses interviewing people, talking about some concepts, and being the snoop that I am. She's a snoop. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I love it. what's going on here? Are these women, I came up to Bev and I was like, I think these women live in our building and they're launching some type of business. <laughs> I just, I wanted to know more. And we really think that we got to see Globar <laughs> launching firsthand, like, from the beginning, which is so incredible to us. So we are just could not be happier to have you guys here today and all the connections that we have together. We feel like finally this moment has come <laughs> that we welcome you. Yes. Thank you so much. And you didn't have to travel very far I know, at all. I it was great. Living in the building. <laughs> Talk about neighbor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> literal True neighbor. neighbor. Yeah. It's amazing. So to find so people really... launching something within our actual building is like, that was our ultimate goal, really. Totally. And the way we got a hold of you guys was, I don't know if you remember, I reached out, I was talking to my dentist about Globar and she was like, oh my God, that's one of my dear friends. And then I asked her to put us in touch with each other and send a text and that's oh how this whole thing came it's about such a small world we have to give a shout out to uh dr becker dr lauren becker yep. her website is literally the best dentist ever.com oh, yeah which is <laughs> incredible the best dentist ever.com no, literally how did no www.literallythebestdentistever.com yeah i love it her she's just like cool and her like swag is sick like it's got jay-z on it yeah like, and Beyonce. then she has oh she has um a harry potter one and a game of thrones one yeah like, she's like she's really cool she's the I, best oh, we, okay but she's it's a very next. small no, small next. world amazing so yeah it's totally we, we just you know really wanted to get into you guys have been crushing it right out of the gate so excited about it Thank and so you. for all of our neighbors that don't know can you tell us a little bit about what Globar actually is yeah so Globar is a new skincare concept. We're based in Tribeca, um, and we do 30-minute effective results-oriented skincare treatments. So everything from extractions to dermaplaning to LED to chemical peels, um, hydrating masks, anything that um, really is going to get you the results. We've really cut out all the fluff in the traditional facial, so we don't wash your face for you. We actually ask that you do that for us at our wash bar. We don't massage you because if you want a massage, go get a massage. Um, and we also don't uh, steam for extractions we have other ways that we can properly safely extract your skin so um it's all the good stuff that really makes you glow and we've left out all the stuff that really is unnecessary because we just don't have time for it 
I love that. I know. I'm so excited to like go in and actually get a treatment. It's like all the press behind it has been unreal because you say that you actually really get the results. That's what everybody's saying. And everything that we read, people are talking about, this is like, this is where you go. It works and you don't waste your time. It's quick. It's easy. And that sounds like the best thing ever. Yeah. I think like we really recognize that like there's a lot of facials out there, right? Like they're, everyone's doing facials. The nail salons do facials. The Joanna Vargas does facials. Like Red Door Spa does facials. And a lot of them are wonderful and they're great, but they take a lot of time. They're really expensive. And after you're done, you're not always like, oh my God, my skin looks better. And so when we were building Globar, we were like, we kind of want to make this a con- like kind of like toe the line between a derm appointment and a like traditional esthetician appointment. Right. So So we have so many questions. Rachel, can you tell us more about your background and why skincare is important to you? And yeah, well, skincare should be important for everyone, not just me, but it especially was important or is important to me. I grew up in the skincare industry. So my grandmother launched the first accredited aesthetic school in the country in the seventies. She was totally a pioneer in skincare. And so I grew up in our schools in our manufacturing and our distribution center and our salons, like just like inundated by it. Like I grew up in the, like at the front desk of a salon, basically the receptionist would like babysit me. And I think my mom waxed my legs at like eight years old. So, um, I've been in it. Um, but I love the beauty industry. I started off um, my career at Birchbox, fell in love with this like amazing industry here in Manhattan, and then just decided I needed to do my own thing and like leave my mark on skincare. So, and skincare is really important. And it's like something I care a lot about just taking care of your skin and like ensuring that your like skin is of its optimal health. But you mentioned before that you didn't always care about it. No, your skin. No, I was like the cobbler son with no shoes. I never went to see an esthetician. Like literally I would go home and my mom be like, do you like do anything? And I'd be like, I mean, I cleanse, tone and moisturize. And when I have the time or I'm on vacation, I'll go get a facial. Sure. But I don't have time. Like I'm a busy lady. I'd rather hang out with my friends or do things that bring me joy. And facials are an hour and a half. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I don't, when am I going to fit it in? Right. And I didn't want to spend $300 on a facial when I knew I could go home and have my mom do it for free. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, it's like it built in your family. So you're yeah. like, why would I do this? Yeah. yeah. But so you turn 30 and all of a sudden your fine lines are freaking real. Real deal. And you start to like really see things come up. And that was when I was like, oh, <laughs> silly me. I thought I could get away with this. I was like always banking on genetics, which by the way, also eventually fail you a little bit. Yeah. Um, Sadly so. And so it was time to like actually do something about it. Very cool. And for you, Neha, how like your background too, and I want to get into like the business and how that specifically launched, but tell us a little bit about yourself and why and how you came to Globar. Yeah. So I was before Globar, a management consultant. I was at Bain & Company and just spending a lot of time in their consumer and their retail practices. For me being at Bain, I just really wanted to build this business toolkit to be able to just solve problems and be industry agnostic and think about things at a broader level. And being there, I also, you're, you're exposed to a new industry like every two to three weeks. And in that environment, I realized I really care about industry. I really care about being somewhere where I care about the materials we're working with. So like being on a steel case, I didn't really care about the steel parts. And so Got I it. wouldn't go home at night and read about it. Right. At Bain, they let you do what they call an externship where you go work at another company for six months. And I did mine at Glossier. And 
when I was there, I was actually like in the beauty industry for the first time. And it was also a startup and I knew I loved startups. And so being in that environment, I was like, oh, I actually really enjoy being in an industry that I like because I go home and I keep reading and I keep learning and I keep wanting to know more and it helps me solve problems better. So after that wrapped up, I went back to Bain and I was sitting there thinking like, okay, what's next for me? Do I stay at Bain? Do I go? Is, is now the time to go, you know, do a startup and, and be somewhere like on the ground level? And that's when I put that out into the universe. And I, I will, I refuse to say the word manifested, okay. but I, I put it out it. into the universe. Rachel's favorite, <laughs> Rachel's word. favorite word. I understand that so deeply that you refuse to, I mean, like that is, uh, that is my truth as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's like it. Just and then I have it. like Palo Santo like smudging <laughs> sessions where I'm it's like, I will bring so, a husband and yep. a business into my life. And it happens. And that I'm is, like, see, I did it. That's that was me. us with the lease yeah. signing process. Yeah. Rachel was like, and we will sign a lease tomorrow. And I was like, don't say it. It won't come true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so true. I, except, well, I'm superstitious like that, but yeah. I do try to like put things out there. And I love all the, the numerology, the rocks, the yeah, every single so funny. thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think we're getting you. No, but I think you're like coming onto this side. I did do a five minute journal this morning. I saw that. Wow. And I'm really proud of you. I did I mine too. Okay. Well, I believe 100% in the power of stating what it is that you want. Right. And the more that you vocalize it, the more you verbalize it, the more... You're, you do start to, damn it, I'm going to have to say the word attract. The more you do <laughs> yeah. attract what it is right. that you, yeah. it gives you focus. want in life. And yes. that's what I like about it is like, yeah. it makes you like, it gives you something to focus yeah. on. And when you're focused on something, you're, you're going to put everything towards it. Right. right. So but I, I see your steps there. too. And I see you take the right steps. So sometimes, yeah, yeah. I, I, I need you to put your that. intentions and right. then your actions reflect those intentions. Totally. Exactly. And so, yeah, we manifested each other. Yeah. How did that happen? I think what Neha just said, like she was like ready to come to Manhattan. First of all, I think you were like excited about that. Where were you? Speak for you. Chicago. Chicago. Okay. Okay. And I was like, I have this amazing idea. I know that it has legs, but I like don't want to do it alone. And I like, I want someone who has like skills that I don't have. And I love what you said yesterday. Like it wasn't like skills that I didn't have, but not the skills that I was really good at. Like, I think like Neha and I are like both generalists in a way of like, we can get anything done if we have to, which is really interesting because I think a lot of co-founders are like, she's the number person and she's the like right. biz dev person and they don't have any of the same skills as each other. And so it works. And like Neha and I are different in the sense that like we can do one another's job. Can I do Neha's job? Well, no, but and I can could I do get hers? it. Well, no. Right. right. And I could hire someone to like do Neha's job and like be good at it, but like I couldn't do it the way she does it. And so it's like a really nice compliment, but we both just like were at the right time and got introduced from our friend Alyssa, who's I think more famous than Globar is just because we mentioned <laughs> we her, her every time. And she introduced us and it was like, it was meant to be. Because you told Alyssa, you were like, hey, I'm looking for somebody. I'm looking yeah. for a partner. And she was like, I got your girl. Yeah, I was. So it's very funny. At Birchbox, when I first started there, there was this guy named Matt Field. Hi, Matt. He owns a company called Maker Sites. It's an amazing company. Everyone should know about it if you're in um, retail inventory type thing. But he was from Bain. He was an extern and he was just like the most brilliant person that we knew at Birchbox. And so I was meeting with Katya, the founder of Birchbox, and I was telling her, I was like, 
I, we were going through my deck, which at this point is just a fucking riot thinking about what my deck looked like before <laughs> Neha, just for, just to be really honest. It was like a, a kindergartner made a, a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> it was not. You're sweet, but it was. And she was like, you need Matt Field circa 2011. And I was like, I'm going to manifest Matt Field circa 2011. And so my next meeting was with Alyssa at Maman in Chelsea. And I, at the end of the meeting, was like, oh, shit, I was supposed to tell people, start, like, finding Matt Field from 2011. And so at the end, I was like, wait, Alyssa, also, I need a, cons- like, if you know anyone that used to be a consultant at Bain, McKinsey, you know, I was like, but mm-hmm. Bain was what I knew because Matt Field was from Bain. And she was like, oh, I do. Yeah, I had the girl. Kid you not. Wow. Bain consultant. It and was then you so got funny. your own Matt. Yeah. Yes. She's, I'm, I'm a little different looking, but <laughs> she got her own Matt. So yeah. then how, okay, then you decided to... What was that process like? Leaving Chicago, yeah. coming to New York, yeah. so really throwing your feet into a startup. Was that scary for you? Was it a little, you know, you had a full-time job, a pay, you know, a paycheck that you <laughs> a knew was coming in. <laughs> right. Like how, what was, describe what that was like for you? Yeah. Looking back, I don't know what I was thinking. I think I was just in so deep that, that I just ended up running with it. But I... I, as much as I want to be someone that's like, I go off of gut and I'm so gut driven. At the end of the day, I'm very like, I think through, I'm very calculated about what I do. And I think I had made myself comfortable with all the choices I was making by asking a ton of questions to get there. So even after that first conversation with Rachel, Rachel asked me because I ask questions about everything. But it's good. Because um, I don't. I'm like, okay, done. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> do you just want to shake on it? Right. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, like we don't need a contact. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> that's our, that, there's our similarities too. So I'm like, Love but it. Bevan, that doesn't make sense. She's like, but it does though. No. No. I'm like, it doesn't. Okay. Right, exactly. So in first meeting with Rachel, it was, it was actually a series of conversations. It wasn't like we like met and all of a sudden we were like, mm-hmm. yep, done doing this. It was a lot of conversations and I think what was important is our conversations were actually like reflecting back on it. It was less about, you know, what are, what's the business model in location one and what is, you know, the funding for that look like and how much are we going to, how much staff are we hiring? Like, it wasn't about that. We were having these bigger level conversations where we would both bring things to the table and I would be like, Hey, like, do you see a growth vision where we could infuse tech in the business and can we see it expanding this way and da 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 and there was such an openness to that from her end when she had come with the concept of Globar and like the initial framework of it to be like yeah I'm totally open for it to go expand in that direction and for us to explore this and I think like for me it was mm-hmm. that openness that really made it easy to do because at that point it wasn't just oh do I believe in this idea do I believe in so and so it was do I believe in our ability to accomplish something? Mm. And I think like that's the easiest thing to say yes to than it is to be like, do I believe in this business model? Because totally. you're just believing in yourself. So that was super easy to then take the, you just run with it. Did you quit your job, then move to New York? Yes. Okay. Wow. And did you guys have funding in place at this point? Mm-mm. No. It was oh, just yeah. like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We were like, <laughs> I, like I, I don't know if I I'm really crazy or yeah, if she's crazy. I don't know who's crazy. Right. Right. Yeah, I think, right. I think you might be more crazy. But I like, I think we both believed in what we could do together enough that we were like, okay, we'll take this risk. And we were both so fortunate like to be able to do that. Um, a lot of people like would need funding in place or like to keep their jobs and work nights and like it just was timing like it really worked out for us but no we did not have funding when we started and then so can I ask you a really personal question had you saved money at this point that you were able to live on just for those people that are like we get 
approached yeah. a lot about people yes. that are wanting to start something and like they're like but I don't have the money I can't yeah. leave my job so there was an element of like you guys had been really responsible previously and were able to do this because you had like a little yeah a little, a little nest, nest egg. egg yeah I totally. actually love that you asked that because <laughs> um one day I'm gonna write a medium post and I say this a lot but I probably never will about single women starting businesses and no one talks about it with all due respect the three of you have partners husbands boyfriends that can support you I came into this as a single woman without another like income in my house and I'm very proud that for a year I didn't take a salary Oof. because I saved for that and it's I couldn't find like I remember my therapist was like Rachel find stories of women that like reflect you that you can like read about and like kind of like emulate their like process and I would look and look and it was like Sophia Amorosa married even like you know just like Emily Weiss married right Emily Weiss uh, she, was she wasn't married but she, she was. like anyways okay I shouldn't go into examples I always <laughs> fail when that happens <laughs> um, but like there are a lot of people that like were amazing people that started businesses and they all were married and I was like that's how they did it what my point is here is that I had the idea of Globe Art in October. Neha and I didn't start it officially like, and leave our jobs until August 1st, basically. Mm -hmm. And I saved that entire time. So like I didn't travel. I mean, do I try? I don't try. I still don't a lot. Like I really cut out all of those like luxuries. Do I still treat myself? Yes. I will not say that I live a like very sad life. No, (laughs) but you have to put those things in place. And I think you did the same. Mm -hmm. You kind of make those sacrifices and you like say no to trips or like, luxurious things here and there yeah it's a sacrifice that you have to make in order to get what you want and I think that's really important because I think a lot of people have great ideas but they want it to feel easy and it's never going to feel easy well thank you for no and thank you for being honest too Uh, you know I started my own business I did not have a partner at the time either I just had my rent and I you know, I just knew that I needed to account for myself and my lifestyle of got million bachelorette parties and all right. the weddings and all that right, what I was right. attending by myself. You know right. what I mean? So it's a very scary thing to go into it. But that's why I couldn't completely like you still kept your job for almost mm-hmm. that year until yep. launching. I still did PR for four years yeah. until I could completely move into TV and just right. say, I can support myself in TV. Yeah. Very scary thing, but you have to do the other thing to make the other thing work. You know, what's funny though, is like you almost end up working harder. Cause you're like, okay, I'm not going to go spend $70 at dinner tonight. I guess I'll just stay at home and work yeah. to make sure it's worth it that I'm missing this dinner. Yeah. Right. And like, That's there was so, so much of that in the onset of just being mm-hmm. like, all right, I guess I'm just going to work another night this week because otherwise my alternative is going and spending money. Right. And it's hard, especially also where we are in New York. We have so many neighbors that come and ask us the same question. They're like, yeah, but I don't have this. I don't have it. And thank you for being honest with us about that. And also six months is not a long time. And if you can like create a little nest egg in six months, or even if you give yourself a year isn't a long time. Anyone that I think like asks about that, like should just take that year save up so that they feel really good because you also have to think of your emotional health being worried about money every night while you're like cranking at something can really like pull from the success of the business because you're tired you get stressed those kind of things so. don't you think feel like people in that situation too people might become really impulsive and just yeah. kind of like there's a almost like a desperation behind it. it doesn't allow you to make have the freedom to make really solid choices for the business long term absolutely right. Right. amazing yeah 
So you guys attribute a lot of your success to your communication foundation. Just even from speaking to you yesterday, we all we had a little preliminary call. We've been trying to do this, you guys, before having people on and not just <laughs> jumping right into it. It's so smart. It was, I would never do that. I think it's really nice. <laughs> it's been helping. We're growing. We're really growing. <laughs> smart. Uh, but we want to know, you know, just being so close and being partners together, what are some of your tools for communicating with one another? Like, do you have rules? Like, how do you... Oh, we should have that. rules. Yeah, no, I was like, we don't know. <laughs> should we have rules? <laughs> I think like, and Neha, I'll let you like speak to this too. Like, I think it's hard. It's a marriage. It's like really a marriage because we are together more than we're with anyone else. And the same things come up in any relationship, right? Like communication, boundaries, trust, loyalty, like all those things come up. I don't think we have like rules, but I think we're just very respectful of one another. And I think we're very self-aware of ourselves. And I think that's like a muscle we have to flex a lot. Like, I think we say more often than not, like, I know this about myself. I know I'm feeling this way. I'm like acting this way because of me. Like, we're just very like in touch with ourselves and how we're bringing ourselves to work in a way. But we should probably have rules. But I think we are good at boundaries. I think so too. I think we, we just have like an underlying respect for one another that we knew from the beginning we had and I think like with that respect and that awareness it's easy to assume best intentions with one another oh yeah so I know like anything she's saying is coming from a place where she's already thought about what impact it'll have on me she's thinking about like it's the it's that sort of respect that we just have as a result of having assuming best intentions of one another and that is that's our rule right is like Anything we say, like, I know it's not like she's, like, coming after me. We're on the same team. So it makes it easy to just sort of, like, know what to say and what not to say. You're both going towards that same goal. Exactly. Gosh, I do this. I have to work on this in my own marriage. Like, seriously, in all honesty, in in marriage, like, I have to remember that when something's said to me that, like, there are best intentions behind it. Like, you love me. Right. It's such an amazing... communication tool to have mm-hmm. in place. Neha has brought that to our culture at Globar because like we've been training our like team to like assume best intentions and in one another. And it's kind of made all the difference. I think at its like core, it's compassion, right? right. Like it's just mm-hmm. like being like, okay, this human like is not trying to like offend me or like come at me, but it's made for a really awesome environment. That's amazing. On that note, how many members of your team do you have now? We went from Neha and I, and then we opened our doors and have 13 people on our team overnight. Talk about that percentage growth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So hashtag wow. growth. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. And they're all women. So we're very proud of that. Although we like are an equal opportunity employer. <laughs> right. Um, you know, we Males, would, lo- I would, send your I would love some testosterone <laughs> right. in the office. Let me tell you. Um, I think everyone would. Yeah. We have 13 of us and we are growing. So. And did you eventually get funding in order to open the doors? Yeah. And can you kind of walk us through that process? You guys obviously redid your deck. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, a hundred times. Okay. So yeah. honestly, even after yeah. like it went through so many iterations, <laughs> I came out of consulting being like decks. If there's anything I can do, it's decks. Right. And then I our creative director right. looks at our deck and she's like, I'm going to revamp this one. And we're like, all right, great. Oh, yeah, um, I forgot about that day. Yeah, that was another, that was like V3 of the deck. Yeah. But we had already raised half the funding with the old deck and then we had the new deck. So I think the fundraising process for us, we both actually really enjoyed it because mm-hmm. I think we both enjoy interacting with people and yeah. selling and mm-hmm. like seeing their reactions and turning people on the spot and answering their questions. But it's a lot of no's. And the hardest part about no's, as you guys know from your careers as well, is 
being able, not just the fact that they said no, but then being able to go the next day and talk as if everyone's been saying yes and not like <laughs> shed light on the fact that people are saying no, mm-hmm. which, totally. you know, is an mm-hmm. interesting process to go through. <laughs> Neha and I, though, halfway through. So we got 66 no's, just so everyone knows. Oh, my God. That's like kind of like a play <laughs> wow. on words. Yeah. Um, and what we learned halfway through, because it was really discouraging. And by the way, Neha and I like learned that the number one thing you need to start a business is resilience, emotional resilience, I think. Right. Because like there were days when like we would walk into the, our office and like neither of us really smiled. Like it was really hard because we were like, shit, we really believe in this and we think we have a great idea and we're right. smart girls and we can do this, but no one's saying yes. And so what we did, and I think it would be something we, I, I would definitely suggest to other people is... On the first meeting with investors, oh yes, split it up. One of you go. And the reason for this is not only just like divide and conquer time and be efficient so that like I could take a meeting, she could take a meeting, we could have two in that hour. But it was also just in case the person was kind of like a lot of investors want to talk to you and hear about your business and learn, but they might just already know they're not interested. And that's really frustrating. And so if you get that kind of vibe it's like you get one no and it's not like we both feel that no or that like waste of time and so it really helped to like divide the like kind of discouraging yeah it's like one less no that the other one has to hear that's so smart yeah and then like obviously if the meeting went well we would each be like okay we're gonna bring our co-founder like let's all meet next week or tomorrow and it's honestly also like the flip side of that is it also comes off as being like a little bit hard to get yeah of being like you want to learn more there's one more half of this that you haven't met yet like you sure you want it like you don't want it so it's like Mm -hmm. that kind of helped in our favor it really did and you just knew that to do that or no okay I think no one day I remember we were at 200 Park Ave South and it was really like a discouraging and I was like I'm gonna take this meeting and you take that meeting and like let's both I think we had one at the same time and we got back and it was like we were like oh that actually worked that made sense it wasn't like we were missing something in the meeting right because like we both knew all parts of it you knew the pitch you knew what was going yeah yeah kind of I mean every pitch is different (laughs) oh my god I think I pitched Globar 55 million different ways I can't 66 knows you guys yeah that is crazy everyone people get rejected and turned down like by one no and they want to say I'm done yeah so the fact that you kept pushing it's it's really amazing it's like it it just gave me even more hope to just say like okay we get told no every day so but the other thing actually that I'll mention that I feel like isn't talked about enough with investing is something that kept happening to us when we were going through the process is investors would try and change our vision in a way So they would push a different vision on us that aligned more with their investment thesis or Mm -hmm. one that they believed was right. And that was, that's hard because then you go back to the drawing table and then we spend like three hours being like, okay, how do we make this new vision work? But it's not our vision. And I think that was another hurdle that we had to get through. And honestly, going through that and coming out and being like, realizing like, okay, you know what? We're not going to be this type of company or that type of company. This is what we're going to do. If you want to be in it, be in it. If you don't, don't. And I think like when we had that level of conviction, Mm -hmm. it also made it that much of a harder sell when we went in, when we weren't phased and like, it's very easy to get intimidated by investors and be like, okay, sure. I'll be this kind of company. Like tell me, tell me what data you You want to use. I'll go find it. We'll figure it out. And so I think like when we finally put our foot down, we were just like, okay, we're going to do this our way. Do you want to be in it or not? No, sorry. We're not going to be that company. Then we started seeing yeses and we started mm-hmm. like getting momentum. Also, wow. the 
when you get when it rains it pours. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's it's amazing. really like dating. That's what I was right. just gonna say. It's like, and I date a lot in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me tell you, and I've gotten sixty six no's out there too on Bumble. Uh, no, um, but like it's it's like dating. It's like when you don't want it that bad. And when you just are like, this is me and this is what we're doing and this is what we got. You like it or leave it. I love they this s- accent. You just Wait, do I have an accent right <laughs> yes, now? This is what just- we're doing. Oh, <laughs> this is what we got. It's my, um, you like it, you want yeah. it, I got it. Or that Nicki Minaj, yes, yes, I don't know. Yes. I'm not good at these things. Um, I, uh, yeah, I think we just, we, they just started to really be attracted to us. There is right. like a certain level of confidence, I guess, you have to gain after 66 mm-hmm. no's. You have to know exactly who you are, right. exactly what you're willing to participate in. Yeah. It's also super attractive when you stand tall and know exactly who you are and people yeah. people are attracted to that. Mm-hmm. Cool. The law of attraction keeps coming back I up, know. guys. You yeah. can't <laughs> resist no. it. Yeah, 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 I was going to say, she's going to come back to me and be like, Brittany, I've said it now three times. And this Three times. It's all good. All right. Well, thank you guys for sharing a little bit with us about that. We want to kind of just go into the glow bar experience. So when someone walks into glow bar and we're looking at these memberships, like talk to us about when you first walk in the door and what you can do. Yeah. So we wanted to make glow bar really simple for you to fit into your life. So the whole point of glow bar is that you can finally take care of your skin and get really great results in just 30 minutes. So we want to make the whole experience from start to finish really simple for you. You walk in, you check out on an iPad, you should have or could have already filled out your intake form at home, which gets emailed to you at the time of booking. Literally enter in your email and your phone number. You walk on through, you're greeted by our studio guide who will guide you into the wash bar area, which is where I mentioned you wash your own face for us. You have a variety of cleansers to choose from, makeup remover, cotton tips, cute Oh my God, I always do this. Cotton pads and Q-tips, <laughs> uh, tissues, anything to wash your face. Then you head into our lounge where you sit down and usually your esthetician comes and grabs you in like two minutes, takes you in for your appointment. You do a quick two-minute consult with your esthetician, tell them exactly what you're looking for, what your skin concerns are, what your goals are, what you're excited to do, what you might not want to do on that given day. The esthetician analyzes your skin and then you get down to business. And so the next 30 minutes are all focused on getting you the results and achieving your skincare goals that you're looking for. And even mm-hmm. after that first appointment, we're yeah. really your partner in skincare. So yep. when you come back, we have saved what we did in that treatment room, what you said your concerns were. So that way over time, we can track your skin health and really put you on a path to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And after your first appointment, you also get uh, what we call the seal the deal card, which is your basically your prescription, like your formula for at-home products. And so it tells you everything you should be using at home to maintain that glow in between your appointments. Um, and we suggest everyone comes monthly um, and our membership reflects that. So we have a monthly membership. It's $55. I sound like I'm really selling right now. <laughs> no, these um, were the questions no. we wanted but, to uh, Yes, our membership is one treatment a month month, 10% off retail product, a guest pass for you to bring someone you care about annually and a little perks along the way. So we have a bunch of amazing brand partners that love to surprise and delight our, our clients when they come in every month and it's $55. You can come how often with the membership? Once a month? Come, so you get one treatment in your membership um, and then any additional treatments are $55 instead of the $65, which is the walk-in price. That's what we want. Okay. So you get Got one it. treatment a month for $55. Yes. That's yep. incredible. Yeah. Obviously there's tax and gratuity, right. yeah. Um, but yeah. 
That's amazing. Yeah. And, and the treatments it, it, I saw on your site, it's anything from micro, like microderm or everything from extractions, dermaplaning, light chemical peels, LED, high frequency. We also do hydrating masks. Am I missing microcurrent. anything? Microcurrent. microcurrent. I always forget That's, that little yes. guy. What is that? Oh. Botox without injections, basically. I'm coming. Yeah, <laughs> you guys She's have to. On the way. We need to talk about when you're coming in. We're gonna. We're well, definitely coming. So excited! Like, you have next to share week. your experience. Oh, with we everyone. are. We're gonna. We're gonna document the whole experience so people can watch and see really what the glow yes. bar is firsthand. Yeah. So That'll we're excited. We're very That'll into skin too. Like, and also like right now, I'm off of my wedding was a couple months ago. My skin was great. It, it was like the, that's amazing. The best before. Then I've been off of all of my shit, all of my, yep. like, and I don't know what the hell is going on. We talk a so lot about. So it's a little about, scary. <laughs> like, yeah, we talk a lot about how Globar is the wedding routine that you don't have to give up. Because mm. a lot of people invest a lot the year before their wedding in working out. Pilates, right. $45 classes. Oh my God, I'm going to yes. get like tight and buff and ready for my wedding. <laughs> um, and their skin looks amazing. And then they have their wedding, they go on their honeymoon and they eat like shit. They work out and they never take care of their skin. And we're really like the affordable version that, you know, you can really maintain after your wedding. And you time. You can maintain the yes. time investment. Exactly. Right. Which is huge. Vision, because I know you guys now have the Tribeca location. But for those that we have a lot of neighbors all across the country and over the world, hello, Slovakia. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But you know, where do you see Globar going in the next year or so? We don't like to give too many years, even though we like to think like ahead, that. but yeah, more locations. Okay. So we want to open our next doors in Williamsburg, awesome. so exciting. which we're very, very excited about. So expect that in early 2020. Wow. So this is like, this is happening. This is happening. Oh my God. We're really excited about the New York market over the next year. And then we're going to be thinking about national expansion beyond that. And also just doing everything we can to keep on orienting the experience around the customer, whether that means having more tech in place, putting client profiles in place, things like that. And so mm -hmm. we're excited about, about the next cool. year. Very, very yeah. cool. Well, I know also we had talked about in our little meeting yesterday that you guys are going to give one of our lucky neighbors a glow bar experience. Yes, we are. Yeah. So we will make sure we'll have all of our information on how to do that when we post this episode and go live on social media. So you guys can totally tune into that and we will document our first experience because we're so excited. We wanted to know all the things, get all the treatments and, and it's close to you. It is. Right and that here. could so not I be. walk to work yeah. every day oh. and it rocks. Oh my God. Yeah. That's amazing. I know. Wait, you guys mentioned yesterday when we were talking, you said, this is your baby. And you said we have one more on the way. Was that Williamsburg? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, good. I was like, do you guys have a whole nother venture <laughs> you haven't told us about? Business. Oh my yeah. God. I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. Get into it. <laughs> the only other business that we will launch in the next few years is a butt acne product. Oh my gosh. I'm not Thank even you. Kidding. You're welcome. Do you know I've had cortisone I, shots on my, on wait, my butt should before. should we do it? Can you guys do it and we'll like invest on the letters? <laughs> in the Absolutely. We don't have time, but I, that's. That's my thing. You know who we should get you in touch with? One of our dear friends, Jara Fosterfell, who was on our show as well. She actually went viral because she posted a photo of her in a bathing suit. And she was like, zoom in. You can see my butt pimples. Yep. And oh she was like, gosh. we don't talk about it. We act like this doesn't happen. And we all try to, you know, what is it? Okay, their pro tip on like actually how to maybe get rid of some of them that's worked for me in the past is you know I'm ten skin or any of those roll ons yeah. for ingrown hairs. Yeah. No. Put that right under your tush, like where like the leg meets the tush where you get those pimples. Yeah. 
a lot of times the pimples are actually little ingrown hairs or like the little folliculitis kind of. Mm -hmm. And so that will help some of them. But we'll get into that the next time. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. This is, yeah. For now, Globar. Globar. (laughs) For now, face. Yes. We're going to (laughs) do faces and then we'll move to tushes in like 2050. I'm super excited. That would be so funny. I think we should do it. (laughs) Those are the two options. You absolutely should. Is there anything else you guys want to share with us about what you're doing? Do you have one piece of advice for two women starting a business or one woman starting a business, what would you tell them? I think if you're one woman starting a business, just do it and just start. Like you'll find your wings as you go down. Just take that leap. If you're two people doing it, make sure you really, really, really like and respect one another. It's not easy. And like you have to just really respect the other person and and want to be with them every day almost. Yeah. I would be only other thing I agree wholeheartedly with that. And the one other thing I would say is every night I say to myself, dream big, work hard. Ooh. Like that's, that's what keeps me going. And don't, don't be afraid to fail. Failure is a rite of passage, right? Yeah. 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 There's that saying, and I always, <laughs> we don't even, saying, we don't even like focus no. on, we're just like, I, hey, love, I, have I actually, I think that's a, that's a huge, that's <laughs> a huge, don't focus element. on competition don't, yeah. or failure. Yeah. Keep your eye, like no competition, be smart on who like is in your space, right. but don't focus on it. Like who cares? Like keep your head down and work on your business and you'll right. succeed. Neha and I are not first to market, by the way, with a skincare salon. My grandmother was. Yeah. <laughs> we are not the first. Right, we right. are the millionth and we're still like killing it. There's room for all of us. Just keep at it. Keep doing what you're doing. Yep. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Yep. Guys, thank you thank so you much. Thank you. Thank you. This really is so fun. It. Love this. Next time wine. Yeah. Oh, next time evening session. Yes. <laughs>